Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The red light is on. Oh my goodness. So much pressure. <laughs> Hello. Welcome everyone to NXT Takeover Post Show. I think Andrew just jumped the gun on everything. He's like, red lights on. We're live. God, Andrew. This is why we can't have you on these shows. You come on from post wrestling to just sabotage the fightful <laughs> shows now that you've left us. Oh my gosh. Why, 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 why we got to start off like that? Why can't we just start off posing? We're live. We're live. Pal. Yeah, we're live, we're pal. Uh, I'm Jeremy Lambert. Joined, as you can tell, Andrew Thompson, post wrestling. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Ooh, to connect. <laughs> You're here, buddy. You're here. Joseph, how are you? I'm good, Jeremy. Great to be in front of the edition of The Distraction here. A little bit of a late recording for us. I'm told we're talking about some sort of wrestling show. Unsure yeah. about that. An alleged Andrew's here show. Today. Yeah, Andrew doesn't realize he's actually still here. He's on. Maybe he can't hear us. I, I didn't mute him, amazingly. Typically, I would just mute somebody, but not this time. It would be amazing, good, Andrew. Can you guys hear they, me all right? Hey. Yeah, we can hear you. Can can you hear us? Oops, let me see. <laughs> oh, Andrew, just come on and just we already have oh, enough sure, issues sure. with our show. And then Andrew comes on and kills the territory. My God. It'll be amazing. We go. So contra- there you go. Here <laughs> there we go. There okay. There we go. We back. We back. See? This is this is Nope. <laughs> I want Andrew's sole contribution to be jumping the gun on the live stream. That's what I, that's it. Trying to stop opening the broadcast and then that's it. No more. We're back. Here he is. Andrew. Here go, what, what is happening? My connection, man. It's my connection. What, what is happening? You and Phil, we, we got to do something with both of you. Just. It was, it, was the same, it was the same thing with Phil. Yeah, Phil had a bunch of connection issues when he was on the show. The only good connection is Luther in this wrestling. Luther's got AEW money, so he's easily connected to all of it. Don't we all, Jeremy? Wrestling media here. That's true. You got AEW money, Andrew? Oh, man, hold on. 
Can you guys hear me all right? Yes. yes. We hear you. Can oh, you hear us? Oh my God, Andrew. Uh, Anakin sends a super chat. It says classic distraction material here. Yes, it is. Not on us. No, no, amazingly, not our fault. Usually, uh, this is we we are the ones causing the tech issues. Not this time. It's yes. all Andrew's fault. How many minutes do you give it, Jeremy, until my camera just starts to turn off and on? How many minutes? Two minutes? Two minutes <laughs> if really? I have to do this show solo, I, I don't know what will happen. I'm Fifteen minutes, Joe. Yeah. I'm just going to end it. Andrew's messaging me. He says his connection uh, is going to restart and everything. So once Andrew gets ready, we'll, we'll get him back on here. We're here to talk NXT TakeOver War Games post-show, allegedly. <laughs> Joseph, you stayed up very late for this. NXT's banned from our program, and here we are. It's just us two now doing this takeover post show. What <laughs> what has happened to our careers, Justin? I don't know. This feels like a rib of some kind. Yeah. Thompson, he talks me into doing a review. He backs out of said review minutes into the thing. I'm sitting here now looking at my notes for a show I didn't want to watch. What's happened here, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm glad you're here because it was just me and Andrew. I don't know what I'd be doing right now. I'd be texting you anyway. Be like, hey, come on the show. <laughs> that would have had very bad results. But yes, I'm here. Um, I want to do a disclaimer to open this show. Jeremy. And by open, I mean four minutes into the show after a litany of technical difficulties. Um, I am not here to ruin anyone's experience. I had fun tonight. For all of our shenanigans about banning the NXT, I thought this was a very good show. So you can hold your unsubscribe button steady. You don't. You won't need it. I'm not going to ruin anyone's fun. This was a good show. I'm happy to talk about it with Jeremy and apparently Andrew Thompson. We'll see. Uh, reminder, guys, you can leave us a super chat. Get your question, comment, statement read on air. Best way to support us and everything we do. Uh, subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash FIFO. Go to FIFO Select. Sean's always dropping news over there. I'm not doing the whole big spiel that he does. Just go there and support it. I'm not I'm not a big pro like Sean is on the FIFO Select deal. He'll have news uh, on a bunch of different stuff. You, like, Everyone who listens to this, you know. You know where the best wrestling news is. It's on FIFO Select. So go there and subscribe. That's it. All right, let's get into NXT TakeOver War Games. Joseph, Josh pre-show? No, you know I didn't. <laughs> I messaged you when it started. You said nothing on the pre-show, so I assumed there was nothing on the pre-show. I did see Errol Hawan set up a match with Sam Roberts, which is filth in its own way. Andrew Thompson. <laughs> Phil with the free Andrew. We're trying to free him, Phil. That's this Phil. is not us holding him back. Phil, Phil thank you, man. See, look, they, 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 kept, they kept me in the background. They sabotaged me. You see what happened? My my apologies on the on the connection, folks. I don't know what's going on. My hamster was moving slow, I guess, on the connection. (laughs) Uh, We have not gone into anything, Andrew. You've missed absolutely nothing. Uh, We're going to get into the Women's War Games match. We got a super chat from Anakin JMT who says, I'd be okay if Candice or Tony pinned EO, but Raquel pinning the champ doesn't make sense. She won't take the title off of EO, so why pin her? How do you know she's not taking the title off? It's going to be the main event like Wednesday or the next Wednesday. It's just a TV (laughs) match. That's all. Uh, So the NXT Women's War Games match. As we just said, so the, the faces had the advantage in this match. And that's very controversial. That's a, that's a Russo. <laughs> that's a Russo, that's a Russo uh, controversy right there. I thought they actually handled this well 
with trying to keep EO outside. The heels actually had like a plan of, hey, we don't have the advantage here. So instead, once they get their big advantage with EO, we'll just keep her on the outside. That's how mm-hmm. we kind of twist this and everything. The problem was they looked kind of stupid when they tried to pin and then not everybody was in the ring. And so they couldn't win the match in that way. Um, in the end, Raquel did pin EO Shirai. Highlights from this match. I think the big highlight was certainly Io Shirai going all great uh, Sasuke and hitting the, the trash can dive off the top of the cage. Andrew, what did you think of this match? I, I actually think this was the better War Games match of the night. I kind of enjoyed this a, a lot more. Is that, is that a hot take? Is that a hot take? Maybe. Is it? No, I think this is the better uh, the better War Games match of the night. I think, like, could we just talk about Chelsea Blackheart, man? Because I feel like they really priming her for uh, NXT Women's Title Run. Like, she's she 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 really stands out in the women's division. Like, of course, she got she got a different look and she wrestles different. She has a different kind of style. And like, I, I'm I'm like really enjoying how they've been presenting Chelsea Blackheart. Like, ever since coming out of that Halloween Havoc, and I feel like she kind of she 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 really stood out uh, in, in this match. And then, of course, she had the special entrance as well. Joseph, thoughts on this match? I wanted to love this match. I liked it. I did like it. It was it was a lot of fun, and it was it was very much sort of. Um, I don't want it, when you say stunt show, it feels like you're dismissing a match, right? It feels like like an insult. But this was very much that to me. And in fairness to the women involved, there wasn't really a core story or emotional pull here, right? It was very much you know she did this to her, this that. Then next thing you know. To war games, so in that sense, it made a lot. Of, it made a lot of sense doing it this way. Um, it took me a moment or two to adjust to the way they were going to shoot this program, because at times I felt like I was sort of staring at a dark alleyway. It was a little bit scary, a little bit frightening, but I got, I got through that. That was fine. And I think once um, Rhea got in, and it was like I kind of accepted what the match was going to be, and she always brings that like insane intensity. I thought it was very fun, and even before that, like Ember and Dakota, I thought was great here. So I have very few complaints. I would just say in terms of my taste, it was probably a little bit beyond what I would like with everyone doing, the, you know, the under the ring, <laughs> you know, run out, get a, get a mm. weapon to take in and play with. It's not really my thing, but I thought it was very fun. They should just have the weapons already hanging. Yeah, the yeah. Because <laughs> it Legal is. lockdown, brother. Yeah, it is. It's like, all right, the, all the weapons are just right here on this one side of the ring. Let's go grab it throw it in there and everything. Aaron Entertainment says Raquel was the star of the match. Yeah, I think that was the point they were trying to get across is um, really highlighting Raquel. They gave her the pen on EO. I mean, they're setting up that title program. Whether you think that Raquel is going to beat EO or not, uh, I don't know. Like, why would you have Candice win? Candice has already lost the EO and lost championship matches 100 times. She doesn't need another title match. Candice or Raquel and EO is a fresh matchup. You can steal a TV main event with that. And I, I have no issues with this direction. How about you, Andrew? No, I ain't got no issue with the direction at all. I feel like Raquel has been kind of, she, I, I think they've been kind of leading up to so, sort of Raquel kind of, you know, stepping up to the, the, the you know, to the next, uh, the, the stepping up to the plate uh, per se, you know, for, for a women's title match against EO Shirai. But I, I did want to ask y'all like about Rhea Ripley. Do y'all think it's time for Rhea to kind of, you know, move on to either Raw or SmackDown? Cause I feel like she kind of in this, this weird placeholder position in NXT, like when she's kind of up and down, like sometimes she's hot and she's cold, like as far as like just how her overall presentation feels. So I would just wonder what y'all think about, you know, Rhea right now. I mean, as a talent, it's been time. Right, I, yeah. I mean, the, the interesting possibility, as you, as you guys talk about Raquel, is like, is there a world in which EO is the one that's going up, 
Raquel is going to take the title and then they go, they try and build back to Ripley and, and Raquel because they like that dynamic. And I get it, it's unique, right, what they've got there. So, and that's something to think about. I mean, the, the thing is, with the promo she cut about, she's here to stay and stuff. You have to be very careful with her just leaving now. <laughs> to me, it made a lot of sense for her to just leave. I didn't, you know, to me, that was the, the end of her run. But I guess every good female wrestler has to be in NXT. It's the rules, the laws of WWE, I guess, right? I don't know. It's not the end of her run, Joseph. This is all part of the journey. It's all part of the process. <laughs> Rebuilding her confidence through everything. It's all going to make sense five years from now. This last year for Rhea Ripley, five years from now all gonna make sense we're gonna look back (laughs) as long as you book her in wrestling matches against good wrestlers like i'll just suffer the rest of this book like (laughs) she's so good that i'll just accept it but yeah you're right we're gonna look back and be like great for her growth man really needed to go through those growing pains to get to this point right now our buddy jj sends a super chat says here for the stars that's andrew eo clearly wants a jackass spot and triple h loves his lethal lockdown babyface advantages and losing clean is a tna move i mean is it really clean in a war games match like, there's so much nonsense going on like i don't really think it's technically clean it's the because it's pinfall now rather than the submit or surrender deal it opens up the finish completely right like you just need a yeah. call cool move and it can end surrender was nigh on impossible for babyfaces to lose by the way we, I don't know if you mentioned this, Jeremy. I apologize. I was looking at my notes. But Ember Moon's eclipse on two yes. ladders was the equivalent of booking a hospital appointment. Absolutely. <laughs> love Ember Moon. That was great. I love that. I'm happy for her to be in like a big spot. That was very cool. <laughs> uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine. Says, match of the night. Raquel is now a main event player. Andrew says match of the night. And Hang on, I, hang on. Cyclops is better than Wolverine is the hot take there. I feel. Oh, <laughs> God. 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 Damn it. Oh, I, I just got to say, guys. Oh, here, go. Listen, I'm only here for a brief moment, and I got to say, Joe, I'm sorry. I know you work here, but Andrew's got to go over tonight. <laughs> It'll make sense in the end. It'll make sense in the end. I know he doesn't work here. He's uh, got to go over, and he's got to <laughs> go over strong, and you don't get your comeuppance whatsoever. So I nope. just – I just need you to do business and trust me. I need you to make me believe, Joe. <laughs> I need my Lillian interview. Give me my Lillian Garcia interview right now. I need it. <laughs> Joe, no hope or chasing glory, man. That's <laughs> She's going to make you cry. Soon. You're going to make me cry so quickly. Um, I'll save that for the end. Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> Where are we at right now? What just happened? Sean comes in here, ruins cameo. everything like usual. <laughs> cameo appearance from Sean Ross. Sad, man. God, doesn't go. he have work to go. do? Like, <laughs> my God. For a moment there, though, the ultimate dynasty was back together. That one-month team was back. Yeah. For a moment there. <laughs> Hung a lot of banners in that one month, though. Oh, for a moment there, we had Curry, Clay, Duran, and Matt Barnes, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Who's, who's Matt Barnes? Oh, Joseph. Yeah, I was yeah. on the team for a month there, pal. That was me. I got, I got the ring. I went home. <laughs> oh, uh, Dakota's – I can't say that word. I, I can't that, do grammar. Uh, judging by – Are you, you going to read it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Judging by how efficient Tony removed those turnbuckles, I'd expect her coming to the ring promoting her DVD while fending under two minutes. And maybe that's her next gimmick. I don't know. They like to do random things on uh, – on NXT, they just turned her randomly. Turn turn her into Toro Yano randomly. Sure, why not? Right? Nah, I'm I'm like really curious as to where this like Tony Storm heel turn is going. Like, I I, I mean, I, I feel like you know it's probably going to lead to a singles match with Ember Moon. But like, other than that, like, where's like where where, where could she go? Uh, do, do you guys think that? She, I mean, because like you got of course you got Raquel coming up. So like, where does Tony kind of fit in fit in with that mix in the NXT Women's Division as far as a uh, potential title reign or a title shot or, or some along those lines? 
She'll turn babyface again in a week, and we'll just forget about this whole thing. I mean, if if Io's staying champion and the Raquel match is literally just a TV match, I would assume Tony is the is the destination there. I would guess. I don't know though. I mean, the the whole heel turn thing has been fascinating because she turned heel and then she effectively just became a backdrop immediately after that, which felt very odd to me. I don't, I didn't get that, but we'll see what they do after War Games, right? It's a tough thing to try and build eight people in one match. It's difficult. And it says, Jeremy, if you do the show by yourself, I'll hop on. Nope, you're banned and whatever the rest of that says. But that's not happening. Sorry, Anakin. That's how, you doing, that's how you're doing the super chats? Yeah. Yeah, it's my Just show. Run it how I want. all over it. No need. Evan Wright, massive stars on my screen right now. Big fan. Andrew takes up all of the spotlight. The biggest star we've ever had. The biggest my, star we could ever my, have. My, my, my connection was taking up the spotlight. <laughs> Carlos <laughs> is not always uh, able to catch the distraction when it's live. Stoked for this review. Also, Andrew's episode this year was one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. That we we did Andrew very dirty on that podcast. It made him just laugh at all my terrible jokes. So oh, wait, that, we, we, we talking about we talking about the first one, the first one we did. I that don't. Was, that, that was, I mean, the first one was good. The yeah. the second one was if that was a good podcast, then that thank you because that was the star of that one. <laughs> uh I'm, making, I'm catching up on super chats here. All right. Uh, hi, Andrew from Rob Wilkins. Hi, Andrew. Jeremy fired hey. his, his agent. Do you need what? Do you need an agent, Andrew? Andrew's doing well without an agent. Shout, shout, shout out to that good man, Rob. Man, Rob, congratulations on the gig, too, my brother, on the AEW Dark Articles. That's the man right there. Shout, yeah, shout Rob, out to Rob, man. Rob's doing shout dark Rob. and dynamite coverage, and he's always making the uh, the photoshops the, the that make guy. it look silly. <laughs> and again, says, Joe Cyclops is better. Wolverine had two bad solo movies. Do you have a hot Fuck take? Cyclops. <laughs> All right. There we go. There we go. Hannah, for some reason, I have to read this. I'm only here for Andrew and the very young uh, Joe. All uh, right. You're, no, you're, wait, wait, wait. Hey, shout, shout, out to, shout out to good sister Hannah. The, no, challenge, no. the, the, ch- the challenge coming up this Wednesday, Hannah. We, oh, we that is true. Too. I have to write an article on that, actually. On, on Leo Rush. Shout out to Leo Rush. <laughs> yeah. Another shout out. We're not, we're, not, we're not giving shout outs to Hannah, though. That one. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa against Timothy Thatcher. It's our next matchup. These two men beat the shit out of each other. That's about the nicest way I can put it. Uh, Thatcher's ear completely exploded, uh, bleh, exploded, and Ciampa got the, the victory with the Willis Bell. Andrew, what do you think of this match and where they're going with Ciampa and Thatcher now? I think this match was way better than what I was expecting, to be honest. Because I, I was coming into, like, going into this match, I had, like, really low expectations. And not that I thought it was going to be a bad match. I just thought it was going to be, like, really slow pace but i wasn't expecting them to like really be like basically beat the shit out of each other as, as much as they did and i like you want to know something man like timothy thatcher he's like he's not like the most flashy guy but like he's very good at like making sure the cameras catch him in like those certain moments like when he's like when he had the blood coming out of his ear he made sure like the met the camera like he, he like made sure to turn around so the camera could see the whole slow dramatic pause thing like T- timothy thatcher he real solid man so i'm i'm, I'm interested to see where they go from here Joe, thoughts on this match? This was a relative masterpiece, my friends. Mm-hmm. These two men, with their style and approach, had to follow an eight-person war games match that involved like 101 different things. And they started at a pace where even if you were exhausted, you had time to like settle back into the show, right? You had to, <laughs> they eased you into it. The next thing you know, they were just, as you said, Jeremy, very profoundly put it, just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, you know, that's, that was the key. I mean, Chamber established early that he was kind of um, 
outmatched on the mat, right? Which was what they were kind of going for. And Thatcher can pull that off, obviously, easily. But watching watching them kind of ramp up the physicality as they went, and it just steadily building, steadily building. And I love the finish too. This was this was tremendous in terms of what they achieved here with what they had. And it was a focus match. It had a clear kind of plop straight through it. And it was super nasty and vicious too. I loved it. They didn't have much build for this match. I mean, it was added like the week of. And I mean, they've been with the Thatcher's Thatch can on NXT. Ciampa's just kind of been a background guy uh, for the most part. And then mm-hmm. Ciampa, he used our show to get this match. Used a distraction mm-hmm. on Thatcher. Got this match. And look, it didn't have... Again, the story wasn't really there, but in this case, I don't think you needed a story. You just needed two guys who wanted to go out there, beat the hell out of each other, and see who the better man was. That's exactly what they did. I thought it was everything that it needs to be. My only complaint, this is not on them, and this was far worse in the next match. This fucking cage banging that they were doing with, with the plexiglass, with the just ruined this whole match for me. Not Not the whole match, but... And the fake crowd noise and stuff. Mm. It took me out of this match. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was worse than the second match, but it took me out of things with this fake ambience they tried to create it here. Did it annoy you guys or was it just me? Like like with the, the specifically with the takeovers, it's like, I, I don't think we'll ever be at those, like at the, the, the last like crowd, like the crowd the, with these super crowd atmospheres, man, when it's just like, you, you, you can kind of fit, feel it in a way. It's, it's like real weird, but like, I, I don't ever think that we're going to be back at that point until we actually get fans like back in like full arenas for these takeover events. It's like ever since the pandemic started, it's like these takeovers have kind of been like they, they've been really lacking as far as like energy goes. And sometimes you could pick it up and you can get it to a certain level, but it's not at at, at the point that it once was. I don't know if you guys uh, agree with that. They try to like recreate the live crowd, which yeah. good on them. But in this instance, when they're banging the, the uh, cage against the plexiglass and it just makes that god awful like just clanging noise it was just annoying to me and it was so much of it too see i didn't that didn't affect me it was the fake you know the fake crowd especially in this match yeah matches like just doing timothy vadger things and they're like making unnecessary if there's one match where you can lay off that because you don't need to do the WWE style deal, it's Thatcher. He's the opposite of that, right? There's, <laughs> there's literally no need to pump sound in while Thatcher does a heat segment. It's not, it isn't necessary. So it's frustrating, but eventually it's just like, it is how they do their TV. It's annoying, mm-hmm. but like, what are you going to do? I, I, only thing I'm, I'm glad about, they didn't uh, pipe in a this is awesome chant. Like, I, I cannot stand <laughs> when they do that, bro. Like, don't, don't, don't force that. Don't force that. Carlos Easy says, do you guys think Ciampa and Thatcher end up teaming up? Uh, I, I thought that after the match, they gave each other some very loving looks uh, on the ring apron there, and I thought it might lead to to a team between them. What do you guys think? Joe? I mean, I don't know where else. This is going to sound like I'm not excited for it, but I just don't know what else you do with Ciampa. So, like, sure. Yeah. It's like, and the thing with Thatcher is, too, is I love Timothy Thatcher. He's tremendous. But, like, on this brand and what they're trying to achieve he's probably not a top guy which i think has already been kind of established right with the way they book him and that's fine he's what he is but it's in a team it gives him a di- you know a direction and identity so it makes sense to me yeah i i think it's really nothing left for champa to, to do like as far as like main uh storylines in nxt so i feel like i feel like something cool they could do is have him be like a 
uh, an assistant teacher and, and, and Thatcher's little uh, class segments that he does. And like you can have him kind of do like the clash of styles things where it's like, I want to do it this way. I'm going to do it my way. And like you had him kind of butt heads at that and kind of come to some type of middle ground. I think, I think that'd be like a, some interesting TV for like a couple of weeks. Chempa wants more thigh slaps and Thatcher's thatch can. <laughs> Thatcher's not having Andrew on a teacher run. Called me a social studies teacher. I, 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 didn't, know, I, I didn't know such thing. Don't don't believe this, man. You, 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 can confirm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Said I look like a social studies teacher with these glasses on. My God. Just worst crime. Strap match. Dexter Loomis. Cameron Grimes. Uh, this was one that the crowd just like really, really took me out of. I did love Cameron Grimes at the beginning. He's like, is this strap or no strap? Like he's got to have his strap. God bless the man. Uh, Joseph, you're a big fan of the Cameron Grimes uh, from from what I know. What do you think of this match with, uh, unfortunately, Cameron Grimes losing once again? So you're doing this thing where you make a bit of me not liking Cameron Grimes, even though you're the one that doesn't like Cameron Grimes. Who said I don't like Cameron Grimes? You did. You you literally said on a live stream, why do people like Cameron Grimes? Do you know how many live streams I do and how many things I say that I don't remember? You're going to remind me later about a bit I didn't even know I did. Yes. So we'll get That's fine. This... um, this whole feud is a little weird to me tonally. Like I can never tell if it's comedy or like an actual just a few a professional wrestling feud. And this match very much captures that because you have Grimes doing all of his silliness and having fun. And it's like, you know, he's the traditional heel and it's like and next thing you know, they're taking like bumps on the floor, they're slinging each other. So this is an actual strap match now. So it was that's always a disconnect somewhat for me. But um as far as what they did with this stipulation, I mean they did about as much as you can do with it. I thought they had a tr- tremendous effort. Whether it fit with the story they were particularly trying to tell, I don't know. It's not my, you know, it's not my story to sort of rate on that purpose. But as a match, I thought it was very strong, even if far too long for what it was trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah, good, Jeremy. I was going to say, yeah, definitely too long. What do you think of the match overall, Andrew? No, I, I definitely think it went a little bit too long. I did like the final sequence though of him like uh, tripping up grounds and having a face fall on the, having his face fall on the chair. I think that was a like little decent little spot right there. I, I'm I think it's time for both of them to kind of move on from this. Like that, that uh, Dexter Loomis, he's like one of those characters where like you need somebody that has like a very different personality on screen for him to bounce off of. I feel like he can't just get in there and just work with like a wrestler. Like he needs to work with somebody that has like some very very different tendencies on screen as a character like it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with him going forward and uh i i, I am a, a fan of cameron graham so i'm gonna say that i don't know if i'm if i'm banned from the uh, distraction now oh, so that. am i joseph's the one who doesn't like him complete <laughs> <laughs> fallacy no need <laughs> cameron graham is a great example of a guy who's figured out this is my role to play in this particular spot mm-hmm. in this particular brand this particular promotion this is what i gotta do and he does it to the absolute best. You can't argue with that, right? He's a good example in that sense. Hey, Joe, let me ask you this: Did you, when, when you first saw the the, the Cameron Grimes character, I think that was like October 2019 when he first, or, or so, so, sometime when he started bringing out the hat and all that stuff? Did you think that this was going to be something that would still be around a full year later, or you think there was going to be something that's going to fall out? Honestly, I've read and saw pictures of Cameron Grimes at least a hundred times for what dared to watch one of his seconds. <laughs> Joe knew- last year, if you said to me, watch NXT for Cameron Grimes, I'd be like, huh, yeah, go fuck yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with all due respect, Cameron Grimes, I can't give you an answer on that. But what I will say is, as I watch him, I do appreciate what he does. I think he's very good at what he does. Joseph knew all about the hat and that gimmick before he ever like watched what it was all about. <laughs> 100%. Uh, 
Joe's favorite super chatter says Grimes is great. I just don't care about Loomis. They he's with us. I I don't have an issue with Dexter Loomis. I don't know what they're like actually doing with Dexter Loomis because this match kind of like Joe said was a reverse from what they, with the story they've kind of told with everything. I think they've got to really narrow in what they're going to focus on with Dexter Loomis. Gilles, I have fantasy booking to discuss. Here we go. Let's get it. (laughs) Am I wrong in saying that the Fiend Bray Wyatt's best match this year was with Daniel Bryan? And am I incorrect in saying that was a strap match? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was his best match this year. I think you're forgetting that Goldberg match, but otherwise, yes. Good point. (laughs) That was this year. How many? Yeah, it was. How many tickets does it sell if you put on the poster? The Dexter Loomis on one side. The Fiend Bray Wyatt on the other. Strap match. Cameron Grimes in Dexter Loomis's corner, because they're going to become a tag team now. I've just decided this. Alexa Bliss in the other corner. We got Grimes and Bliss on the outside. We got Loomis and Fiend on the inside. What are we talking about? 100,000 seats? Where, where are we going? I mean, the Thunderdome's definitely selling out 100%. Oh, they'll be ready for a good time. Yeah, sure. the Thunderdome's definitely sold out on that. Every screen in the Thunderdome will be packed, every single last one. <laughs> I'm imagining like, how much fun they could have for that angle, and the match would start, and I'd be like, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> the angle would probably be like, It'd probably be great because they just let Bray run wild with everything. And Loomis, you can do a bunch of different things with him. But, yeah, once the match starts, I don't know what you're getting out of those two guys. Let, let, let me ask you, what, what do y'all think the, uh, the the Fiend and Randy Orr's match is going to be like at TLC? I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not excited for the in-ring work in, in, this, in the slightest for this. I mean, it's interesting in the element. Like, if you look at it sort of as a comedic piece and you sort of go, well, what is Orton going to actually bother to do with the Fiend? If you look at that point of view, it's going to be fascinating. I can't wait for it. But, I mean, it's an actual wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what it is, right? <laughs> the, the thing is, he's like, I, I've changed a lot doing this podcast because I realise you have to accept other people's tastes. I'm being serious. Ah, there we go. Look at the growth. Look at him. And, like, look in fairness, Raw has a lot of just, like, good wrestling that means nothing. So, like, let Bray have fun. You know, like Bray, he has a laugh, and he? he does his little fun ass and all that. It's good. I, people like it. I, I, I've said it to Jeremy a million times. I'm still doing a podcast here. Right? I feel like we're just talking off air now. My apologies, guys. We'll get back to it. I've said it a million times. When I logged on the Twitter after the uh, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view and the Swamp Fight won the best match of the night poll on WWE Twitter, I was like, look, man, I've got to accept what this is, right? People have fun with this stuff. It's not, it's not for me, but there you go. You turned me into a fan of that because I was like, no, this is awful. And you're like, Jeremy, just accept it. It was fine. It was great. It was the best match of the night, Jeremy. And there I'm you like, go. You're, you're completely wrong. And then I watched it and it with a different mindset. I was like, you're right. It was a great match. No, that's what I, I, I have no recollection of this. What's the, the swamp match? That was oh, this oh, year, Andrew. Oh, that was like oh, six yeah. months ago. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. We're, Not we're, even. We're, we're, we're Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. It just yes. came out. I swear, anything that that was like anything past two weeks ago is like a blur. <laughs> That's like, typically how I am. <laughs> I couldn't remember Bianca and Natalia wrestled last week, even though they told us a bunch of times on commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, See, yeah, you don't yeah. remember either. Andrew. I saw that look. Don't try to act like you tried to sneak that look past me. I saw you being like, "Did they? Re- oh, they did wrestle." <laughs> uh nxt north american championship match leon ruff damian priest johnny gargano triple three 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Match. Uh, Priest looked kind of to have things well in hands. We got the uh, ghost face killers out there doing a run in. There was like three, four, five, six of them. The main one it turned out to be was Austin Theory. And in the end, Johnny Gargano pinned Leon Ruff with one final beat to recapture the title three time. NXT North American champion, my best friend, Jonathan Gargano, fellow Cleveland Browns fan, Jonathan Gargano. Andrew, what did you think of this match? That 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 little that little thing was my attempt to call a timeout on the play because I because we we just we gotta talk about this man's Leon Ruff, his 2020. <laughs> Been crazy, man. This man started off and evolved. He was doing the handsome work for WWE. Man went and got signed. Then he won the North American title, got a takeover match, and now he get he engaged to his significant other. What, what, what a year for Leon Ruff, man. He had a crazy good year. But I, I think this man, match- this man lost to Alistair Black, looked better than Alistair Black getting squashed, <laughs> and now is winning titles while Alistair Black can't even get on television. Like, mm-hmm. poor, I feel bad for Alistair Black now. But yes, Leon Ruff has had an excellent year. Man, that definitely excellent year. But I, I think the match, it, it, it did kind of have a little bit too many of those. Uh, those ghost face people. I think I saw uh, Dominic Dajakovic tweet out. He was like, "Oh, I was wondering what all the rest of the Retribution members went at." I was like, "That, that was kind of funny." But uh, overall, like, I mean, J- J- Johnny Gargano is North American champion again. I don't really have a, I don't really have an issue with it. But it feel like, it, it, it feel like they they kind of just trying to find anything to do with Gargano just to keep him like some like even just keep him like a sense of rele- relevancy in, in NXT and like keep him away from what Champa has kind of been through over the past couple of months like champ has just been like a non-factor up until this this thing with fat with thatcher and i feel like they they trying to avoid that happening with gargano so they you know they put the north american title back on them but i don't really have an issue with it joseph oh, i really like the match i thought it was great i, I mean the the agent in um on this i thought was tremendous for for 99 of it and then i think they lost their way i didn't mind all the interference because i thought it made priest look awesome I, when he was doing the big dives and he was killing everyone, I thought it still fit what they were trying to do. To me, though, and this is where it gets difficult, you should never rate a match on thinking the wrong person won. So, I, you know, hear me out here. But the finish of, of Ruff diving in with the frog splash and Priest, like, kind of, you know, finally <laughs> taking a breather and missing. To me, that was the finish. Everything after that felt like an extension that wasn't needed. And it was made even worse by the fact that I just didn't like the way they went with this. Now, I totally get the idea that the Leon Ruff character can be interesting as now trying to prove himself as an actual champion. But I was into the story of him trying to prove himself while being champion. That was fun to me. Now we're back to square one, and it's kind of like, 
I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of when I ended up after this, but I thought the match was great. I have no complaints other than just the, the final portion being unnecessary. Gargano being champion again, kind of like Andrew said, is it feels like they're just doing it to give Gargano something to do when really they probably just need to like move him up to the main roster. Um, so from from the, the media call, and I think this is out there, Candice LeRae, they, they fear she has a broken arm uh, from, from the War Games match. So if that's the case, I mean... Just just send Gargano up. Like I understand if you don't want to send them up because you want to keep them together and you don't want to send Candace up. I think personally they both should be on the main roster. Yeah. But Gargano, he's kind of done everything in NXT. I don't know if he needs another North American title reign. I don't even know how long this one's gonna last. His thing is he can't defend the title. He's the he's the Sasha Banks of NXT. Um <laughs> but is that gonna give me heat, Joseph? Oh yeah, that doesn't oh yeah, oh, they they they, they, they on your they on your neck for that. You, the you crew. That. But but like I like I kinda I, I really agree with that that point right there. Like, but the only thing is like I, I feel like with Gargano, as soon as like, okay, so let's say he, he, he okay, he's a heel right now. He goes up to the, the main roster. I feel like they just going completely dismiss what what he's been doing with NXT for the past couple couple months and or the past year or so and like just turn him baby face because I don't think they want to buy him as like a the the the, the sleazy heel, even though he's kind of he he's really decent in that role. So I was wondering, like, what, what you guys think about that? And for, as far as Candice LeRae goes, like, ho- hopefully she is okay and it's not, you know, a- as bad as as bad as it, you know, it seemed. But you know, I'm I'm interested to see what what they do with Candice going forward. And as far as Gargano goes, I I, I don't know about a main roster call up for him, man. I feel like that's 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 gonna be probably one of the bad things that that happened to him as far as WWE. It's it's interesting because. I think we all agree that it's time for that character to leave NXT. Yeah. The truth is, even as, as it is right now, he's just much more valuable to NXT than he would ever be to Raw or SmackDown. Because he's, I just, I mean, Andrew nailed it. I just have no faith or belief that they'll be able to figure out that. And I'm not even, to be honest, I'm not even saying that it would be like a creative failure. They have so many guys that they're like, they struggle to deal with in that regard as it is. Gargano yeah. would just be another one on top of the list. So like, I, some things are just easy, better fit elsewhere. And the problem is, is you have to keep them fresh in NXT, which is the difficult part, right? And I mean, they've struggled with that. But luckily, he's versatile enough to take stuff that appears like it could be the end of him in terms of relevance and stuff. And he's still entertaining. Is he as compelling as he was as an underdog babyface? Not even close. Is he as interesting? No. But he's still very good. And he was the glue of this match. So, like, I think this is kind of... He's, to me, the perfect example of an NXT lifer. He, this is just where he's supposed to be, in my view. But I think, in a lot of ways, these matches, these multi-man matches, right, it's like you've seen, you've seen them so many times, it's hard to be impressed. But we do sometimes, I think, take for granted how great some of these matches are. The one thing that was really interesting about this one was when Leon got thrown out of the match, right, by Priest, mm. I think every person in the world watching the show was like, oh, Leon's going to come back in later and get a roll-up win. In fairness to them, not only did they not do that, the best part of the match was when Ruff came back in. I love the stuff with Priest and Leon like establishing that their dynamic there and the clash without making Priest seem like a dick. Like If you're a big Damien Priest fan, you can't be like, okay, sure, I get where he's coming from. right? I think he's, by the way, I think he's totally figured out who he is at this point. He should probably be the one that goes and gets called up. He's mm. probably valuable to them on the main roster. So I, I love the match. I'm just cautious about where it goes i hope this is not the end of leo ruff as his one month little nxt north american title run and they kind of continue to do something with him Mm -hmm. i mean keep him in this feud honestly but because now you can potentially do ruff and priest against uh 
Gargano and and Theory. Um, JJ Lee says that Gargano's adopted adopted another kid. LOL. And mm-hmm. JMT says it was me. Austin popped me. And Corkscrew, going back to our last match, Corkscrew Cutter should be Leon Ruff's finisher. Uh, says, where can I buy the official strap, though? Probably like WWE Adam and Eve. I assume they sell WWE straps there. Uh, any thoughts on Austin Theory being around? All right, cool. Uh, let's <laughs> move on to the men's War Games match. I don't have any thoughts. Uh, Undisputed Era against the Kings of NXT. Undisputed Era did pick up the victory. Uh, kind of highlights of this match. I think the big highlight was certainly Pat McAfee's uh, Red Sea Swanton dive onto the mat, which uh, looked fantastic. He did a great job with that. Pat McAfee's moonsault was also very good. Uh, we kind of talked about it off air. Match was a little bit too long. I, mm. I do think Undisputed Era winning was the right call. I have no idea where they're going with Undisputed Era yeah. after this. Uh, Andrew, what do you think of this match? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to just piggyback off what you said, like as far as Undisputed Era and where they're going after this. I, I I really feel like the Ridge Holland injury like really threw off like where they was going with, with this overall story. I'm, or, or maybe it wasn't, but like, and then he just subbed in Pete Dunn. But like, as far as Undisputed Era goes, man, it's just like, you you know, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult spat right now because like they, it feel like they really, like, same thing with Gargano, like they've done everything. That that needs to be done in the next team, but the, just going back to the match, I, I, I think it was a it was a solid one. I still don't think it was a better than the women's the women's war games match. Uh, it did go a little bit too long, but Pat, Pat McAfee he showed up and showed out, man. Like I, I this is second match, uh, second professional wrestling match. So yeah, uh, I, I think Pat's doing uh real well for himself, man. And uh, of course, he's you know very talented on the microphone as well. So I'm 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 excited to see what he does going forward. But undisputed there, it's gonna be. And once again, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with them because it's like they, they've they done everything, man. Is it like really anything left for them to do in NXT? Joseph? Well, that, I mean, that's a bigger topic, right, which I think is probably worth tackling. But oh, I love the match. I think it went, it went long, as you, as we kind of spoke about beforehand, as you mentioned. is It's one of those deals where it gets excessive because I think they're concerned that the modern fan won't accept just like a – fitting sort of natural conclusion because to me the natural conclusion was they killed the the other guys and pat was left and they they were going to kick the shit out of him they should just won the match there to me that was the end of the story Mm. now in fairness i i'm only speaking for myself if that match had ended there i'd have said that was perfect but i believe a lot of people watching the show tonight much preferred what they got afterwards which was a lot of insanity and cool kickouts you know Mm. and and that's fine Mm. we all like different stuff so I, i can't argue with that i thought this was the better war games match I was torn on the opening where where Kyle and Pete were doing the you know the technical wrestling stuff because I didn't have it fit, but it was so great to watch that like you can accept it, right? I thought all of the stuff initially was perfect. Oni's great. The way they were getting some heat on O'Reilly, I loved all that stuff. Roddy came in and does just Roddy shit. He's just incredible. The cricket bat stuff probably could have done with that. Do you know what I mean? I probably could have done with that cricket bats coming in, everyone laughing. Leave some of that stuff out of war games, you know, like it's isn't there's no need for it. I'll never love the thing of a guy running under the apron. But in this match, I thought there was a much more uh, palpable, like, intensity, aggression. And there was even some emotions in the match because there was a story in the center of it. To me, this is just me. So I preferred the match because it felt more like war games in the way they approached it. Even if in the end it was like, okay, guys, he's kicking out of Adam Cole's finish. It's insanity. Can we play? we got to go now, you know? But I thought it was great. I can't really, you know, overall dismiss it much. You don't like the cricket bats? Joseph, what what do you no, have against cricket? 
I love cricket. That's why I didn't like it. It's like it was a, it was like a comedy spot in a walk. And the, the thing that frustrated me about it was, and I know people are watching this thing, Jesus, Joe, line up. And I agree with you. I should line up. But the reason it frustrated me was because I was really loving what they were doing with like it being a traditional war games match because it was to that point. Like they, they were working over O'Reilly. Fish came in, and he's obviously been in hundreds of these matches back in the 70s. And he, you know, he's running wild. So I, I would love him when they were going, but, and then it sort of took me away. But Roddy brought you straight back. I, I thought it was great. It just they have to do that extra chapter because otherwise people think it's like boring or whatever. I don't know. Roddy did two and a half thigh slaps. I believe Joseph thought mm-hmm. it was going to be twenty-seven thigh slaps earlier this week. Um, so you 27. were wrong. Yeah, that's what somebody said. You said that Roddy was going to do twenty-seven thigh slaps. You thought he was going to do a little corner run gimmick and do all his thigh slaps. He didn't oh, do any right. of that. That was on air. Okay. Yes, that um, was on air. Why? I need to stress to everyone watching this that Roddy's so good at backbreakers that he's like his gimmick. He's gimmicky. Like people do that. Like, What's the character? Where's the clown mask? Forget it. Backbreakers. That's all he needs. He just flings guys and eventually he's somewhere else a backbreaker. He's the best, dude. I love Roddy so much. He's the best. The suplex backbreaker where he just oh picks the dude, tosses no. him, and that's so good. It's the so, so good. When I saw him when he did that on Wargames, like it was crazy because when he flipped the dude up, it's like he he like Roddy had already dropped down before he did that. Like he he yeah. flipped he flipped dude so high <laughs> that that he he went on here and already dropped down before he actually hit the backbreaker. I was like, this dude is crazy, man. Well, I knew he was great. He's been great forever. Like legitimately yeah. been great for fifteen yeah. years. But yeah. when fish when fish was out and he teamed with O'Reilly, and it was like, oh, this team is now just infinitely better with Roddy Strong. It's like, man, he really is. Like appreciate Roddy Strong on his ramp because he's going to be one of those guys that in twenty years the wrestling gift makers watch that never watch this wrestling in real time. They're going to be like, man, Roddy Strong was the best wrestler ever. And I'll be sitting there. I'll be sitting there like, yes, check out the Takeover War Games review. I was ahead of it. <laughs> uh, the finish actually came with the um, Chasing the Dragon and then Kyle O'Reilly leapt off the, the cage and just smashed, I believe it was Oni's face. Uh, oh, yeah. or it was Danny's face with the, with the chair. Yeah. And Danny looked like he had a pretty swollen eye off of that. But Kyle O'Reilly gets the victory. Do you think that means anything? You just think... He's the one who picked up the victory. I don't, I don't really think it, it, it means much. I mean, he he he. I, I think it, there is something there with still there with Finn Balor a little bit. Like you can still kind of weave in some with that story with Finn. I mean, with a cow breaking his jaw and blowing out his eardrum and all that. I, I think you could still take it to that. Like you know, weave something in there as far as like you know, you, you still beat me, but you know. I, I broke your shit basically, like you know. So I thought they could still, you know, do something with that. I, uh, I, don't, I don't, overall, I don't really think it's you know means. I think they're gonna stay within the confines of undisputed era going forward. Um, I'm, I want to do this undisputed era talk, but I have more Roderick Strong talk first. Um, I liked <laughs> when I liked when someone was power bombed onto someone else and the table didn't break, and Roddy was like, "Well, only one solution: we're going to kill both of these men." Just <laughs> fear in Danny Birch's eyes. He looked down and saw Roddy Strong. Okay, undisputed era. It's, if there was a heel champ in place right now, if, mm. if um, Cross was the champ, which in fairness, that may be the intention, right? Like we don't know what's happening there. So if he was, Undisputed Era doing a full babyface run would be a thing. With Finn, it's a lot harder to see though, right? It's a lot harder to kind of figure out where they're going here. I don't I don't know. We, it goes back to the Gargano thing about, oh, you know, is he more valuable to NXT? I want to believe there's a higher upside for Undisputed Era. Right, I, I want to, but at the same time, it's like, is there, or is there more of a chance that they're going to hurt them 
diminish their value on the main roster and they'd be better off just staying as the ultimate NXT, like legendary NXT. That's, I don't know. You know, I'm just asking. It's difficult for me because I enjoy watching these guys wrestle NXT, but it does feel like it's time for them to test something elsewhere, right? They, they, they go to the main roster. They breaking up, bro. I'm telling you. They, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they breaking up. It, 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 I, I refuse to believe that they're going to stay together if they, if they go to Raw SmackDown. I, I feel like it, it's just it's just not going to work out how we think it's going to work out. I think they they test it for for a couple months, but then after a while, it's gonna be like ah, well, somebody got to split, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like out of everybody in that group, it's gonna end up being. I, I think the obvious one that people think is gonna be is Adam Cole that that'll probably break away and become the you know have some success on the main roster, you know, opposed to his uh, stable mates. What you think, Jeremy? I thought someone was gonna turn in this match. Honestly, yeah, yeah. like beforehand, yeah. I was like, oh, some this is just a Triple H thing. They're just gonna turn somebody. <laughs> I'm very glad it didn't happen because if it did happen like in the middle of the match or especially at the end, like after all of that, it's like, wait, you're going to have all these guys beat each other up. And then it's like, oh, now I'm going to turn on you. It would have been really stupid. So I'm glad that didn't happen. They might just be like NXT lifer guys. I, I do think there is a spot on them on the main roster, but like Joseph said with Gargano, it's like, what are you going to do with them to make them, actually mean something on the main roster there's right. so much where we we just fear that anybody who moves from nxt to the main roster is just like dead on arrival because that's pretty much what they've taught us mm. well, i do go ahead andrew no no you good i was gonna uh, i was gonna chime in and uh i was gonna add uh i was gonna stri- strike up some 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 calls with joseph and bring up sanity and when, when <laughs> they when, when they because i know when sanity first debuted on the main roster man i thought they were gonna at least right. they, it, it would be halfway decent on the main roster then they just like they were dead yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all i had to say the thing is is I, I don't want it to be i mean i know you guys obviously could say what you want to say but for me i don't want this to come across as me doing the whole deal of like main roster sucks nxt is awesome they're going to ruin my heroes because like, if you can watch my show with jeremy you know i frankly could not give a shit but i'm just <laughs> i'm trying to be as objective as i can and o'reilly and strong as a team are very valuable to any wrestling brand in the world because you don't really need to protect them. They can just have great matches and be a great team, right? Or fish, you mm. know, which way. The reason Cole and Gargano is complex is because they are top guys in NXT. And you're training the audience to take them a certain way. And it's like, my one question isn't so much if creative's good or bad. I'm just saying, do they belong as top guys on in the main roster? Because look, mm. NXT has an amazing talent pool, but there's different type kinds of fish swimming on those Raw and SmackDown brands, for, for better and for worse. Do I think it's a great thing that Raw is often building around Braun and Bray and stuff? <laughs> Not particularly, but it makes it a hell of a lot harder for me to see Johnny Gargano in there. It's just it's just fit, right? So it's like, I ask you guys, Adam Cole, being as objective as you can be, what is his upside on a main roster brand? Because I'm, I'm kind of torn at this point. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's that much of a, a, a upside for for cold on the rainbow, and and that's just because, it, it, and and to to me, and I'm pretty sure to you guys, it really doesn't matter. But I think it matters to those the the powers that be, let the size thing. And you know, when you're looking at some of the guys on Raw, you're looking at and I don't know, but people, Bray Wyatt is deceptively tall, Randy Orton is tall, Keith Lee, um, you know, Braun and, and a Bobby bunch Lashley. of other, Bobby Lashley, and they, they big dudes, man, and they. They, you can it's easy to see that on screen. So even though we view Adam Cole as this main event top level talent, which he is a fantastic wrestler, when he goes on screen and you 
put him next across the ring from Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley just towering over this dude and got muscles on top of muscles. And you looking at Adam Cole like, who is this dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's going to be a weird thing. But not, but to us, it's just like, oh, that's Adam Cole, great wrestler. Like, you know, why, why, why couldn't he be? Uh, why couldn't he be one of the people up there? But to I'm I'm assuming to those the powers that be, uh, it's going to be like, you know, he's a little guy, and I don't really think he's going to match up, and it is not going to be presentable or believable per se. I mean, Pat McAfee is towering over adam cole yeah, yeah, so you put yeah. you put yeah adam cole with the guys you mentioned it's it's not the best visual i think cole has upside as like an intercontinental united states kind of guy you know is that the best spot i i don't know would he be happy with that i don't know but i, I think that's probably where they would slot him yeah. at the most because you look at a guy like keith lee keith lee would seem to be like oh here's a guy vince would love he's a big dude he's athletic right. he can talk well like here's a guy that you could probably get behind. He beat Randy Orton and now he's just like, he's just a guy. And yeah. and that's kind of it. It's hard, yeah. man. It's, you know, as much as NXT has a great talent pool, they're still in a position where they can, you know, inexplicably like, okay, we're going to make carrying cross champ. And that just would, that mm. would never happen. Whether you think it was good or bad, you know, it's a whole other debate that would never happen on the main restaurants. Cause there's too much of like a status quo established. There's top guys that have been top guys there for a decade. Like it's it's just a different setup, and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. It's just you have to kind of um, beyond just being like main roster graph sucks, which I'm not again. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying there's it's it's difficult to actually time it correctly that you get the the push you need. Is what I'm saying, right? It's mm. it's hard to have faith in that, even if the system was better than it is. It's just difficult. So like you you uh, you better read the uh, super chat, Jaron. Oh, Aaron Entertainment says Cole should uh, replace Pat on Pat's show for a week. I think that actually would be great. I think Adam Cole would be very entertaining uh, in that spot. And Anakin says Cole will probably be fight leaving NXT so he can keep streaming and get more time with Britt. I mean, he can have time with her right now because it's not like they're traveling or anything. Yeah. The streaming stuff yeah, is that's, that's a what I was, yeah, the whole different. Yeah. I mean, he's part of Up, Up, Down, Down, so he can probably keep streaming with them. But yeah, that's a, that's a whole different thing. But uh, yeah, Joe, Joe, I say Joe, Joe, you mentioned uh, carrying cross. Like, what? Let's see. What my, my initial worry was: what I, I thought Leon Ruff was going to retain the title, and then I thought they were going to try to harken back to when Cross squashed them uh, all those months back, and they were just going to immediately like just drown Le- Le- Leon Ruff and have Cross take the title off him. But like, do, do do you think that it's a good idea to slot Cross like right back in that main event spot, or do you think you need to build him up? Back again, beat him up again. I don't because I, I don't see him that way. And that you know that's mm. the, the the thing about wrestling is is we discuss it so much and we write about it and we we read about it and all this good stuff. But it's like it's inherently subjective, right? It just is. That's the way. It's like, I don't see him. I don't see just because of the look that he has a huge upside. It's never connected for me as a package. It just never has. So to me, it's like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I'd be putting him in a team with Corbin and saying, you know, farewell. <laughs> but then he'll be, I'd imagine he'll beat Finn in the next couple of months. Like, it's, just, it's all, and you know, the results will tell you that's good or bad. I don't know. Mm. I've never got it personally. I don't know about you. Maybe it's different. Uh, Karen Cross is coming back at, Pretty soon, Triple H said on the media call that he's back. We saw the little crow gimmick and the TikTok thing. So I would assume he's back on television in in the next couple of weeks. It seems like Finn is get cleared enough 
to where he can potentially wrestle. He's supposed to be back pretty soon. So the cat, is he the cat? Is he the mouse? Those promos suck, by the way. Those Finn Balor promos, just god awful. Um, but he's coming back. So they're getting those two guys back. I imagine we're going with like a cross and Finn feud right mm-hmm. off the bat here to see who the rightful champion is. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you think you think they pulled the trigger on that match at the uh the, the New Year's Evil show, or you think they wait? Oh, they, maybe. Yeah, they did they, announce that New Year's Evil special. That, that mm. could be a spot for it because you know they want to pop those ratings uh, for the Wednesdays. I, I, I think I, that'll be Don and Finn. I think that'll be Pete, Don and Finn. Mm. But we'll see. I'm a good pick. I say, what, what's that like? A good five weeks from now, six weeks from now? That's a, that's a decent amount of time to build something up. But they, it's I, I, another WCW event. It's just they never used it. It's an actual WCW branding. Did, did you see this, guys? This New Year's was, Evil? This was Bischoff's plan for the KISS event that he was going to do on New oh. Year's Eve. <laughs> well, this is real. I didn't, I'd forgotten this, but this was on the Twitter. This is true. Why aren't they doing Starcade? Like they, I guess because WWE Kids does not We're heavy metal, bro. Do an event that never even happened. <laughs> uh, Anakin is calling me a fake Cole fan because he's left, Ooh. right, left, right. I mean, the whole brand is now BRE Start, so... Get out of here, Anakin. I'm gonna ban. I'm gonna ban you. Actually, you send a lot of super chats. I'm not gonna ban you. I do that. <laughs> Get yelled at for banning them. Um, anything else from NXT Takeover War Games? Anything else, Joseph? I, I had a great time with it. I, I think I wish sometimes there'd be a little quality control. We could we could have reined this in. I could be in bed by now. We could have. You know? But <laughs> hey, I had a great I- time with it. I said I'd keep it under an hour. We got about six minutes until then. Uh, match of the night, Joseph. You're going. Are men's war games? I want to go with a triple threat, but that finish annoyed me. I'll go men's war games, sure. <laughs> Andrew? Women's war games. Women's war games? I, I'm i going to go Thatcher and Ciampa. Look at that Man. hipster take right there. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. even going with a war games match. Yeah. It was shorter. It did just two dudes beating the shit out of each other. It wasn't a stunt show like all these war games matches. That's what I'm going with here. Be, 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 be the tiebreaker between me and Joe. I'm going to make you make a choice. Choose between uh, the, the men's and women's war games. And, 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 and I, 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 just for transparency, this is going to show me your friendship at. And that's just, I'm going to just take that for what it is. You know, and say, hey, Joe, 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 we good. Just know that. I'm just, you know. What? This is just a disagreement. Jeremy's got the decision. <laughs> this is bullshit. Um, I'm going to go the women's war games and here's why the men's war games just too long. Honestly, too yeah, long. That was really it, short with the women's war games. Good call. Yeah, it, was, it was really <laughs> short. Uh, yeah, the, the women's war games. Yeah, it was more of a stunt show. I did like the story uh, more in the men's war games. Cause there like actually was a story to it, but the men's war games, if they put that first in the women's last, yeah. I probably would flip it, but it was really just, I was ready for the show to be over. And then they just kept going on and on with this match and i value joe our, uh andrew's friendship because joseph has to keep doing shows with me and andrew i need more on my side it's very fair i'm locked in here really there's, <laughs> yeah there's no impact if you say that right uh carlos <laughs> says can this crew review tlc please uh tweet sean ross Sapp and let him know ask him the table ladders tweet. and chairs yeah, yeah <laughs> that actually looks good i'll do that that's fine yes yes carlos we're doing it i've just confirmed it live yeah scoop <laughs> 
Sean's gonna be like, uh, no, it's not happening at all. We all, I only get to do these shows because AEW and NXT do the media calls afterwards, and Sean wants to to be on those. So that's why he's like, hey, Jeremy, do these post shows. I'm like, I don't really want to, but okay, I'll just get my friends to do them with me, and then pop myself and do a bunch of jokes. We'll just do a private post show. We'll just get yeah. off and like, anyway, never. <laughs> It'll be released on a Fightful Select, like our retro <laughs> review. <laughs> There you go. In a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. That's actually going up uh, this weekend, next weekend, technically. Uh, Andrew, where can the people find you at? Uh, they can find me at AD Thompson underscore underscore. Oh, look, look at that, man. Look, see, that, that, that's, support, that's, that's support that's your it. friends. Support that, people who support you. Now, see, I, I was pl- I was planning to wear my uh, point guard shirt, but unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't come in the mail yet. So, um, that next time we do the distraction, uh, I'm definitely going to put that on. But they can find me on Twitter at AD Thompson underscore underscore. And uh, check out my interviews at Andrew Thompson Interviews and uh, my written work on that uh, post wrestling. I saw who you got on Tuesday. Can can we say it? Break break the news. Break the news. No, I'm gonna let you do it. Oh, you, you I, I thought you was about to go with the honors, man. But uh, I got no, no, no. I got the 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 ROH ROH stable from the early 2000s, man. Julius Smokes. It was a yeah. he. Julius is a uh, he, he quite the individual, man. But he. <laughs> funny as hell but i i really enjoyed that interview and i think a lot of people uh will enjoy it as well i'm very excited for this interview i saw that in my subscription feed earlier i was like oh that's a good get that's nice andrew's doing big things andrew's doing big things support this man joseph it's a bit bit flat now isn't it i mean andrew's got the big you know you got your shirt on he's got all this stuff on (laughs) my my cell is just like i do shows with jeremy (laughs) jeremy you can read it (laughs) you can follow joseph on twitter at joe holger no five no five i'm gonna put this this is not a super chat but i'm gonna put it up there anyway distraction crew srs i completely agree mm. we're gonna take it out we're gonna take this uh <laughs> website over tank commander team and uh we're gonna run into the ground when you want a screenshot it. for money to frame it <laughs> uh jj will probably screenshot it honestly let, 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 let me just put over joe's uh kenny omega feature that was a that was a real smooth read, sir. Just just just, just so you know, very 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 smooth read right there. I really enjoyed that. Well, I appreciate. It. I wish his match was better after I did it, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 prefer, I prefer the Kenny Omega feature that he he retweeted that that fightful ran. I'm the first just... feature writer on the site. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've acquired some new feature writers, and Joseph is just his role's getting just diminished here. Well, 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 we got one one minute left before we hit the hour mark. I gotta ask y'all, are y'all are y'all tuning in to Impact to see Kenny Omega on uh Tuesday? Cool, big Josh Matthews fan. We like. <laughs> I'm ready, baby. Just go. Fallon oh. versus Kenny Omega. Let's go. I'll watch, I'll watch the screener that we get sent uh, beforehand. I'll watch that. Name yeah. drop alert. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, can, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88. The Distraction, Tuesday, we're reviewing The Rundown with The Rock. Thursday, I don't know what we're doing. Probably talking about basketball. Basketball season's clo- coming up. Yes. So we're, in, we're yes. talking about that. Uh, we're almost at our end of year show. Just, just follow us on Twitter. All right, follow everybody on Twitter. Just every single person in the history of Twitter. Follow us. Go to Fightful.com. Check it out. We appreciate everybody joining us. Appreciate all the Super Chats. We will talk to y'all later on. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega. 
megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.